Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Thank you very much, Yang. I'm Hanson with your fantasy sports news update. Let's get to the live scoreboard. Back to live action, fellas. We got Colorado and Arizona right now. Colorado leading 3-1 in the bottom of the 6-1 final from today. The Rangers doubled up the Indians 4-2. Mike Miner picking up the win for you. Shane Bieber the loss, and Kelly was saved number 9. Uh, big story out of baseball today. The Tampa Bay Rays have given permission by Major League Baseball to explore the possibility of splitting their home games between Tampa Bay and Montreal. This according to Mark Tompkin of the Tampa Bay Times newspaper. The proposed arrangement can be uh, see the club eventually play games in Tampa before the f- finishing the season in Montreal, so half and half, according to ESPN. This plan is truly in its early stages right now. It would involve new stadiums being built for both cities. Kamish says, uh, hey, the team that uh, has been committed to play in Tampa Bay and Tropicana, and that lease, it ends 2027. So uh, we'll have some baseball in Tampa Bay for a while, but good steps ahead. If you're a Montreal Expos fan, Montreal hasn't seen a baseball team since the Spos moved to Washington following the 2004 season. And despite an impressive 43-31 and 31 record right now, the Rays' second-worst attendance in Major League Baseball this year behind only the Miami Marlins. Dodgers pitcher Rich Hill calling MLB this week, advocating extended protective netting at all ballparks. Hill hopes the league will follow the example set by the White Sox, who recently announced plans to expand the netting to the foul pools at guaranteed rate field. The decision was made after a young girl was struck in the head by a foul ball in Houston in May. U.S. President Donald Trump says he's going to consider inviting the Toronto Raptors to the White House. Trump's adding a great job by a great team. We'll think about it. If they'd like to do it, we'll think about it, quote unquote. No NBA team has visited Donald Trump in the White House since his inauguration back in 2017. Raptors coach Nick Nurse says they're going to visit the Canadian capital in Ottawa, visit Parliament Hill and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in the near future. NBA draft going down on the network tonight. It is in New York City, the Barclays Center. Things get going at 7.30, but we got you covered before the New Orleans Pelicans get on the clock. We got uh, Stample, the gang, Blue at everybody, Sussman. Yeah, all you guys, tune in, 7 o'clock here on the network. We got all the draft information that you need. It appears the Pelicans are eyeing at least one big move to executive VP of basketball ops, David Griffin, trying to acquire a first-round pick and a player on a good contract for the number four selection overall. No more rumors here. The Pelicans already speaking to Minnesota regarding the 11th overall pick and forward Robert Covington, a source telling stadium's Jeff Goodman. New Orleans also picking up the option today on Jahil Okafor's contract for 2019. The former third overall pick averaging just over 8.2 points a game, 4.7 boards in 59 games. Yeah, so we got you covered tonight right here on the network. You want to tune in right after Red Heat and Rage, the Sus, Stample, Blewett and Bash in the NHL. The Vancouver Canucks and defenseman Alex Edler agreed on a two-year contract today. He recorded 10 goals and 34 points in 56 games with Vancouver last year. Very, very solid campaign. Also logging the 10th most minutes among NHL defensemen at 24-34. Rumor mill around the Toronto Maple Leafs. It says they might have some activity. The team telling clubs are listening for offers involving Kasperi Kapanen and Nassim Kadri. They would definitely need a defenseman back in Kapanen's trade and a center for Kadri. Strong sense that Connor Brown might be on the trade block as well. Edmonton Oilers' first-round pick of giving the team an ultimatum. Trade him or he's off to Europe. The Oilers have until Monday to uh, issue a qualifying offer to Jesse Piarvi. 
He, the 21-year-old, uh, yeah, he can move. They have to do that to keep his NHL rights. Round one of the PGA's Travelers Championship. Uh, we've got a five-way tie among the top. Paul Casey just bogeying 18, but Canadian Mackenzie Hughes, Ryan Armour, Bronson Burgoon right now. All these guys in at six under par. That seems to be the lead. Notables, Brooks Kepka in the clubhouse, one over. Patrick Cantley, strong showing at four under par. Round one of the Women's PGA Championship, the KPMG at Hazeltine in Minnesota. Ioju Kim leads at three under par. We've got a host of others just one shot back. Lydia Ko, two off the pace. Baseball board, Gabe and I will go through all the games tonight here on the MLB betting hour that's coming up here on the show. We'll go through the college props as well. College Baseball World Series, Mississippi State and Louisville. The Bulldogs, minus 150, total nine. Saskatchewan and Ottawa in the CFL. Red Blacks, minus four and a half total, 43 and a half. Cody Vachardo gets the start for the Riders. Women's World Cup today, America, big win over Sweden, two to nil. The Netherlands took out Canada, two to one. And uh, Thailand, right now they beat, uh, Chile beat Thailand, two to nil. And Cameroon over New Zealand, two won the final. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned, everybody. Hour three of Red Heat Rage Radio with me and Gabe Morenzi. We'll go through the props of the NBA draft with Big Man on campus. The huge baseball board tonight. Talk a little golf and anything you guys want. Hour three, Red Heat and Rage, the betting hour, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Uh, uh, level three. We were worried. This is what was, you know, this was going to happen. All bets now for the NBA draft, all mock drafts, all this stuff. It's all just been turned upside down. The Atlanta Hawks have acquired the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, number four pick oh, in the draft no. for number eight, number 17, and number 35 in the draft. Pelicans also sending Solomon Hill, the 57th pick in a future. Second round of picks. So to repeat, the Atlanta Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks uh, were drafting 8th, 10th, 17th, and 35th. Uh, the Hawks have got the Pelicans' wow. fourth pick. They gave the Pelicans the 8th pick, the 17th pick, and the 35th pick as the Pelicans just continued to gouge the league. Like, they holy sure crap. Do. They're, they're going to field two teams, New Orleans 1 and 2. They got so many damn players. They got Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Drew Holiday, Zion Williamson, the 8th pick, the 17th pick, the 35th pick. Like, holy shit, man. It's like a baseball exhibition split squad game. Okay, you guys are They did the right move, man, but it screws my prop because I hate to say this, but God, the Atlanta Hawks, you know who they're going to take? They're going to take Darius Garland. Yeah, they are. I know they are. Well, it seems like these uh, these books put out these things for a reason, eh? It's like, uh, <laughs> don't want to say we got baited. It's hey, like Cam, these hey, guys hey, already Cam? knew the story. Hey, Cam? Yep. So, yes? according to Woj, they are not trying to get a trade up for Garland. They are trying to trade up for DeAndre Hunter at four. Come on. DeAndre Hunter? You don't have to. You that, come that, at four that's and five. I took Woj my head that's, uh, that's, that's BS. Well, that's, that's stupid, no way. Then, because you don't even need to it trade no up. Sense. This is like Daniel You'll Jones all over against us. You don't need to give it up to get DeAndre Hunt. I guess if you're at eight, you're not getting him at eight. I get it. Wow. Uh, That's but shock. You don't trade all in. What, 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 you don't trade this for DeAndre Hunter. Hunter. 
Makes no sense. All right, Sussman. All right, all right. I hope you're right. So then, what do you? What, so Sussman, what's your mock then? What's your new mock? So Hunter four, and then Jared Cole. Who goes to Cleveland at five? I think it's. I think it's got to be Culver at five. Yeah. And then at six, and yeah. then at six is going to be whichever point Garland. guard they like better, Garland or White. Yeah. Garland or White. Yeah. 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 And then and then the Bulls after take whatever point guard wasn't. Exactly. Right? Yep. That's exactly yeah. what I think happens. Yeah, all right, all right, Sus. You calm me down a little bit. I tried my best. <laughs> I took my headset off in disgust. You calm me down a little bit. Yeah. Things are going to happen. We said there's going to be a lot of moving and shaking going on. A lot of moving parts tonight. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, don't get uh, don't get insane yet, Gabe. Lots of, lots, lots of work to go. Sus will cool you down at 7 o'clock. <laughs> it's getting hot in here, though. Uh... I like the listen from the Pelicans. Yeah. I like it from the Pelicans' perspective. Oh, for sure. I like everything they're doing right now. They're just stockpiling. Question. Yeah, but if I'm not everyone a hawk, yeah, I get it. The Hawks don't play defense. DeAndre Hunter plays defense. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. They need defense. <laughs> <laughs> better stay yet. Better yet. Right, man on campus choices next. <laughs> All right, I just see I see a tweet on Twitter here, Carol LeBron. I'm told Carolina and Toronto recently had a chat about a deal involving Kaepernick and Brown going to the Canes in a package in, involving uh, various players. Blah blah blah. Thoughts on yeah. this? I want to tweet them back. Not not much, you know, right now. To be honest, <laughs> Sammy Kaepernick's not on my radar right now, guys. I, I don't care, care where less. Eric Carls. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't care less about Kaepernick struggling. Yeah. <laughs> like, Somebody asked I me, where's Eric Carlson up? signing? I'm like, who, yeah. Eric Carlson? I don't know. I don't, don't want to get into that. I'll make yeah. one comment, though. 11 years for Carlson, That's uh, you want to talk about a stooge uh, deal? That's way too long. Way too long. Years. We're talking. The guy The guy's, The guy. guy can barely, can barely play this year. Now. He's done. Oh, dude. I'm going to tell you something, Gabe. Fourth year into that contract, it's going to be a nightmare. Good work, Sharks. <laughs> what a bad deal. Anyway, yeah, it's NBA yeah, right. time. NBA time. Yeah, let's bring in big men on campus as – I'm a little disappointed. This is what happens, man. You know what I mean? I go to the book. I bet earlier in the yeah. day. What am I going to do? And, uh, you know, I only have this Garland bet, one bet. So it's not like everything is tied into this. But I really like this. I really like Garland not to be in the top five and a half at plus 325. Big man on campus now joins us. And I'm concerned that the Atlanta Hawks, uh, the, the Atlanta Hawks uh, deal with the Pelicans Means that the Hawks are going to take Garland. Yet, uh, Greg Sussman, who's doing a special here at 7 o'clock on the network uh, with the crew, uh, just told me that Woj says they're doing this to get DeAndre Hunter, a uh, big man on campus. But, man, we're less than an hour away. From, we're about an hour away. It's, I guess 7.30. We're an hour you know, away from the draft. And then, boom, this hits. What's up, man? What do you think? What do you think the uh, What do you think the Hawks are up to? Who do you think they're going to take? And do you like the deal? Me and Cam both think it was a smart move to do for the Pelicans and take all these picks. Well, I mean, you and I yesterday discussed this plus three fifty pick. I, I think this, I think this is good for that. I, I don't think there's any way the Hawks take him. The Hawks have Trey Young. I, I don't have any reason to think they would yeah. take Garland. And they don't need another I, shooting. I yeah, they don't need another shooting yeah, guard. You're right. Yeah. Right, but again, I mean, they need. You know, they. I think they need a three or four, and and Hunter fits it. I think it fits perfectly. I think this also means that, look, I think Jared Culver goes five. I think it makes perfect sense. The only concern I have with five and where Culver may not make sense is 
I wouldn't exactly think Colin say Colin Sexton is a sniper from three. Culver isn't either. So no, I, no, I know they could take Garland, but uh, I'm starting to think Reddish makes a lot of sense at five. Guys. They're reading I, my I really, mind. I think Cat yeah. Reddish is a good fit for Beeline's offense. I, I agree. Yeah. Can bomb. Yeah, that's wow. Yeah, dude, you're getting guys. Cam Reddish on my site. So, Gabe, for the under seven and a half is plus two fifty. I think it's worth a roll of the dice. I couldn't bet every prop. I'm clicking it. I'm clicking it. I to do it, dude. Rumor is too, guys. The Chicago Bulls like him too. Actually, too, Cam Reddish. Like, don't think that just because everyone's a call, he's dropping. That that, you know, that they're 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 throwing smoke. You know, they could like him. You know. Just because he had a bad year at Duke doesn't mean he can't be good in the NBA. Exactly. Yeah, and, and that was one of the reasons I didn't take the over seven and a half because I saw Cleveland sitting there, and I'm thinking, you know, I, I think he makes a whole lot of sense there. And, look, we have to remember, I mean, if Cameron Reddish is on any other team in America, he, he's a top five pick probably. But, you know, people just kind of brush him off because – you know, Zion Williams was so good. And R.J. Barrett was so good. I, I think Garland, I'll continue to say it, I think he goes six or seven. I have him in seven to the Bulls. I, I think this trade helps. I really believe that that prop is as good as cashed, in my opinion. Wow. I don't think you know there's what, guys? any way the Hawks or Cavs do it. FanDuel's pulled Garland. They have every other player up except Garland. Love it. That's great. They pulled Garland. Mine still got great. it. Gonna, so, Mr. Uh, Green, what, four and a half? Yeah. You got to take it. Yeah, what that's about crazy. This one? What about this one? Bad yeah, pulled least... it. Wow. Listen to that's this great. one, guys. That's good news. So, listen to this one. So, Culver on this site that they haven't, uh, sorry, they haven't pulled it yet. Let me see. Garland, they haven't pulled it yet. You still, oh, yeah. So, where do you guys, where do you, what is it? Over five and a half is plus 240. Yeah, I, that's, I would take it. I have it at plus 325. I yeah, got, I, 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 I get that. Pace I would take it, Ken. I'm done. I, you've heard, convinced me. I mean, even if it's it old. doesn't cash, it's a great bet. I mean, you're literally I, banking on one pick, which is what I said I yesterday. The, the, hey, the pick made no sense yes, not sir. to me. There's been a trade. Oh, trade? God. Wow, what's going oh, on here, now. Sus? The Phoenix Suns have traded down to the Minnesota Timberwolves in exchange for the number six pick for number 11 and for Dario Saric. That's fine. They're not, they're All right, no, 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 I got anyway. it. I got it. I got to comprehend this for a second. All right, hold on. No hold pick on. of a point guard, Gabe, the sixth pick. Yeah, Phoenix matter. needs a they're point guard. Like so what, what did Phoenix do? They traded down to Minnesota's pick. They swapped picks, and Minnesota gave up Dario Saric as well. So the Minnesota Timberwolves are now drafting six. That is correct. And the rumors are they want nope. Garland. That's oh, yeah. six. Perfect. That's perfect. We I got him at five and a half. <laughs> Great news, Sus. <laughs> Click it, man, before they pull it. I already did. pulled it. Yeah, whether it's Phoenix I, you know, I, or I, I, Minnesota, I, I, they're both going to take a point guard. So it doesn't matter. It just cancels out. It's the same team, basically. Yeah, you got to do this. This, Yes, it's done. This is perfect. This is really fitting perfect for this pick. I mean, we really like I'm all in, Gabe. Like it pays Maybe we did think that. Um, yeah. Listen, I didn't think the Pelicans <laughs> were taking him. I didn't think the Pelicans were taking him at four, but you're right. We might have just lucked out. Like, if for FanDuel to pull Garland, evidently they're freaking out. Like, oh, shit, we can't have a plus 325 up on the board here. They uh, had a plus 250, whatever, right now. But it's total chaos now. Man, like, you guys were in right. In my you original it, draft, I thought Hunter was the fourth player in this draft. Whoever takes him, I felt that, and you guys discussed it. I mean, he, he just, 
He's a kid that can defend. It's very hard to find. And that's one of the reasons I, I, lost, I listened to Wellcapper's uh, thoughts earlier, and, and I listened to your thoughts as well on the same subject. I, I'm, I, I agree with you, Gabe, most of the time, but I couldn't disagree more on Hero. I, I think Hero is going to be a coveted kid at this level. I, I think the way he can defend, he's a combo guard. He can shoot the lights out. Uh, he, he reminds me a lot, and, and I mean this, he reminds me a lot of the way Rip Hamilton played. I think he can be that kind of player at the NBA level. He's a he's a good kid. I love the kid. I think I think under eight and a, eighteen and a half is a lock. I think the Pacers I'm not, are interested. Listen, the I'm Magic. not discounting. I'm not discounting. And for the record, Will Copper was on board with it, right? With he thought uh, yeah. you know, Hero was being a little yeah. overhyped. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying that Hero's a bust in the NBA. I'm sure. just stating at plus two thirty, I think it's good value. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't shock me if, if Hero went 22nd or 20-whatever, 20 24th or something 19th, like that. Even. Yeah, even 19th. What about Ty Jerome? I got him over 23 and a half. I don't think well, he's going to be funny. I, That's funny. I, I actually I just did a, a all-sixer draft on where I think they're going to go. I think he goes 24 to the Sixers. I really do. Yeah, it's, that's that a good fit. That, Replaces J.J. Reddick, right? I want to make this clear, though. I love that kid as well. I I think he is about as tough as it gets. He's that New York type of player. I think he's. I think the Celtics will take him. Unfortunately, I just think he fits the way they are and what they do. They need guard play after losing Rozier and guys like that, or, or uh, whoever they're going to lose. Whether you know whoever the guard is, I. I think I would love him at twenty four. I just have a feeling he's going to go. But I think there's a little value there if you got plus money. I, I could see mid twenties. So listen, hey, guys, man. we all know. I was going to ask you, Gabe. I got another matchup bet, and it's plus three. Where's Col- you think where's Kobe White going? What number do you think he's going? Six, Six or seven, seven, I would think. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. But Cam Reddish versus him is plus three eighty. But he he won't. It'll be close, but he won't win that. Uh, but instead of doing that one, just take a plus two fifty yeah. for Cam Reddish or like the yeah, under I've seven and a half. I've done that one. Yeah, yeah under I mean, seven like this way. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right, we'll this, take a quick break. Take a break, get some more NBA props in, and God knows we'll see. I'm sure Nick fans right now are like, dear God, don't screw this up. Don't like who sucks. <laughs> you have RJ Barrett. He's going to be a star. Our draft covers the opinions on a Dad, what do you warn in the 32nd pick in the draft to the Pacers? Yep. Uh, the Pacers send uh, back a bag of cash. <laughs> I love that. Cash. Okay, Pacers <laughs> will send cash. No, no, a Brinks truck. Cash. <laughs> How are you allowed to even do this? How can you trade for cash? Like, uh, yeah, we're trading you for cash. Yeah, yeah. Phoenix wanted to unload the three years and the 35 remaining on Warren's deal to create the cap space. Warren averaged 18 points a game, four rebounds, and 1.5 assists in 43 games this past season. Improving his shooting dramatically. This is what the Pacers have to do, right? Like the, the free agents aren't signing in with the Pacers, so they have to be creative and pull these deals off, try to get some talent, and and hope that they uh, that they they overachieve there. So, um, so Garland's Garland's been taken down. Interesting that a lot of people feel no, no, um, um, Atlanta's not going to do this, but. Me and Cam were talking about this earlier, big man. The thing with the Atlanta Hawks is I think they they didn't mind trading some of these picks to move up to get the guy that they want. They're trying to construct a team here. 
They have, like, you know, so you've got Herter, you've got Collins, you've got Trey Young. Not a lot of defense there, as you stated. Not a lot of, like, sort of toughness and defense and what, what Hunter can bring to the table. I like the mix. And another thing is they didn't want to, like, have, like, five new rookies at once, right? It's a lot of new, it's a lot of young guys, you know, so they, they get crab in here. I actually like what the Atlanta Hawks are doing. You know, I, I like I like where the direction they're going in, but I you know I think they gave up too much to move up four spots, Cam, in my opinion. You know, the eight, yeah. seventeen, and thirty-five, come on, man. It's like not, it's too much. Especially in a much. draft in which, you know, everyone's sort of the same. Like the Pelicans are just gonna stockpile talent right now, big man. Yeah, well the thing is, Gabe and and and, and Big Man, this is the thing though. The Pelicans have so many picks now, it's not football, it's basketball. Like, as I mentioned for a joke, Gabe, we got Pelicans A and Pelicans B. They have so many guys right now, big man. Like, what are you going to do with it? It's like, I know we get excited, Gabe. When I see picks, I'm like, yeah, picks, 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 picks. You know, they got to pan out too, but they got a lot of guys, big man. That's all I'm saying is basketball is a little bit different, right? Around, and I hope they find a home and do well. I, I do think, though, nowadays in the NBA, you can find really good talent late in this draft, second round. There's a lot of really good NBA-ready kids in the second round. A few guys that, that, that I would pinpoint right now, Jordan Bone, you know, Terrence Mann, Justin Wright Foreman. I mean, Kako Fall, I think, is going to be a, a very solid NBA player. There's just so much talent in the later eight rounds. But, hey, they might not be done wheeling and dealing. As far as the Hawks and what you said, Gabe, I, I think this has to just scream Hunter. I, I don't know where else they would go here. They're not going to take Culver because I think they really like Herter. I just think Hunter fits real well. He can play the best defender, you know, the best player on the other team, defense-wise. You got John Collins. You got guys like that. I think this screams Hunter. So, yeah, the Pelicans love picks. I mean, they, I guess they, you know, they just want to add bodies. You got to have a bench in this league, I guess. You're right. You know, you know who's, uh, who would be some nice late picks in, in the draft here? You mentioned one of them in Jordan Poole. You know, he hit a big shot, of course, against the Houston Cougars in the tournament two years ago. Athletic kid, but uh, Brzezikis. I think Brzezikis could be a late steal, big man. You know, that's a kid. He's a competitor. He's only going to get better. Um, he's been well coached. He's smart. He's got a high basketball IQ. I think he could be a steal, actually. You know, it's, it's, it's funny. I actually didn't have him drafted. I, I, I think he would have benefited from another year, personally. But I do think the motor. No, I agree. Has, I agree. But no. that's why, though, yeah. someone's going to get him at 45 or 47 or something to be laughing there about are, it in two years. Gabe, there are very few, and I want to make this clear. There are very few guys in the second round I wouldn't take. The one guy I would avoid like the plague is Kyle Guy. I don't understand where he fits in the NBA. I don't think he's big enough to defend twos in this league. I think he's kind of one of those set shot guys in the corner. I just don't really understand where he makes sense at this level. Um, I, I would. I, I, the Sixers have three picks in the second round. I, I pray they avoid him. I, I do not want Kyle Guy. But yeah, there's tons of talent late in this draft. I mean, we've seen guys come out of nowhere off the undrafted uh, free agent list and, and do some things. So listen, the heart of a champion is how hard you, you practice and and try out. So yeah, I mean, there's plenty of talent. I can't wait. I'm excited for it. Plenty of props too. Hey guys, wanted to throw this one out. This is my favorite prop of the entire draft. And if you can find it, the wording is important. So please listen, everybody. Foreign players, foreign-born players drafted in the first round over seven and a half. 
I have a lot of wiggle room. I found nine or possibly ten foreign-born players. Keep in yeah. mind, foreign-born, Canada, everywhere yeah, RJ Barrett, of the U.S. Born. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's about four or five Canadians, Siku, um, Bobo, Bruno Bo-Bo. Fernando, yep. Nick Cal Alexander Walker's Canadian. There's a lot of, of, of foreign-born players. I have nine, number seven and a half. This is a very good pick, and it's really just doing the research and finding the guys and counting them. I rolled the dice, and we'll see if it pays off or not. And listen, I still lock. I just, but we'll see how this trade affects things, if anything. But I took uh, the under five and a half freshmen in the first uh, top ten. Yeah, and I, you it could that. be six, big man, but it might be five. You know what I mean? It's right there, and at plus one eighty, I, I, to me, it's a toss up, and I'm getting it at plus one eighty. I think it's. We need Siku to get drafted in the top ten, bro. You know, but that's one thing, and yeah. we need that to happen. Well, hey, hey, Gabe, here, here's my issue with that bet. And I, I need Hayes to drop. Sorry. Sure, I think even if Siku gets drafted, you're really banking on Jackson Hayes because I think every yes. other freshman, all Going five, 11. are yeah. locked. I'm actually real high on Hayes. I think he, outside of Hunter, I think he's the best defender in the draft. He is an elite Pogos t- type of player. If he can just develop some offensive game, you know, he's a lot like Mo Bamba. I, that's exactly the kind of player he is. I love the kid. I think he goes top 10. But I think worth it's worth a look. At, at plus 180, I'd take a, fa- a fly that he's These not. These Texas centers, yeah. though, man. All right, so as yeah. you mentioned, you got Mo Bamba, uh, Terrence Allen, Kid, kid on the nets. Yeah, I'll there's been it. a lot of them. Uh, you know, are, is, is Hayes just a little overhyped? I mean, is he really going to be a top 10 pick? That's what the bet almost comes down to, right? Yeah. The Wizards are an yeah. interesting team. I think that if you look at Pascal Siakam and his success, it, it has to make a team out there think, you know, outside the box instead of just, oh, we play in Kentucky, play in North Carolina. Point. Like yep. I think the Siku kid, he could be Dumboya. He could be the next, uh, you know, the next Siakam type. And I think right. the Wizards who wanted Masai Jerry, I could really see the Wizards pulling the trigger on this kid at nine, big man. That's, I, I mean, in my mind, that's where I have him going, number nine. I think Hayes at ten. I and I'm kind of relating this. Hayes to me is Clint Capella. I, I think that's what he is. I think his his reach is unbelievable. It, it's so, I mean, it's so great now to have guys that can protect the rim in this league. You got to be able to do that, and uh, I think Hayes can do it. But no, Siku is. Uh, I have him top ten. I have him at nine to Washington. I, that's exactly where I have him. Though. It wouldn't shock my... me though. Sorry, Cam, I was going to say out of yeah. Gonzaga, Cam. It wouldn't shock me if Rui Hashimura actually was top ten. Like I, I, I think you know I could see the Hawks yeah. taking this kid. It wouldn't shock me if he went ten to the. You know, everyone I'm has excited. Jackson Hayes locked into ten here with Atlanta. I'm hoping that, you know, these mocks aren't set in stone, guys. They're just, no. you know, it just mocks Hatch, right? Hatch, Hatchamura on mine is 13 and a half they give him, but it's a minus 260 to the under. No, thank you. Because he will, I, see, we're trying to avoid that. We're trying to get the plus 260s. I've got to ask you guys this, well, Gabe. I'm seeing some line movement with Bull Bull. Um, where do you think he's drafted, big man? Will he be, uh, like, around 15, 16? No. It's... <laughs> Real quick on Rui Hachimura, either way, wherever he gets drafted, he's going to make a lot of money in his future. He's Japanese. He's going to grow the brand in Japan. He, he's going to make a lot of money, by the way. But, no, Bo Bo is fascinating. I think he's the biggest boomer bust in his draft. 
the kid I like the roof for. I mean, I love you know, Manute Bowl was terrific. You know, good guy. You know, this kid is a pogo. You talk about a pogo stick. I think around I don't know, sixteen to twenty makes sense. I, I think a team's smart enough with the skill set he has. And that's one of the reasons I love Taco Fall to be drafted in this uh, draft. You can get that at like around two to one. Two twenty. Taco Fall to be drafted. Yeah, and, and, and he'll yeah, go in a second round. Taco Fall. Fall. The physical traits they have are just—you can't ignore them. And it would be an utter shame if you do ignore them because they're just gifted individuals. They—they they can affect shots. They—they they really wall off the paint. What I love about Fall, by the way, is, I mean, we saw him defend good talent. I mean, he was doing well against Zion Williamson in that, that Elite yes, Eight yes. game. The, the guy play, developed yeah. a really nice offensive game. I think he's a better version of Boban Marjanovic. And I think with the size he has, I think he's really going to be a gifted individual. But Bobo, I would say around 20, Cam. I think he's a real yeah. good robust, but people will take shots just because of his physical ability. Because if he's six, my total is 16 and a half, but he's plus 220 to the under. So I was just thinking. Yeah, I'd go over. Know. Sure. What yeah. do you think, uh, big man of uh, Goga? Um, I went under. I think he's going to go uh, before the 17th pick. I got under 16 and a half uh, with this guy. Maybe the Celtics at 14, maybe the Pistons at 15. Hell, maybe even the Heat. Um, at 13, uh, what, what do you, uh, what, what do you make of this kid? Yeah, he, he's actually a real, you know, throwback back to like the original big man, you know, the, the Yusuf Nurkic, the not Kristic type, you know, kind of what we've seen out of Jokic. He's not explosive. He's not going to be a leaper. He's only recently started to shoot the basketball. He's really kind of an old school throwback, kind of a European player. Um, but I actually had him going to the Boston Celtics at 14, People like this are just, you know, with, with the, 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 the the lately of, of Nurkic and, and Jokic. Yeah, Jokic. They're looking guys. for a new Jokic, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I have him 14, 15 range. I, I like him a lot. But yeah. again, he's not this new NBA kind of player where he's going to be able to go out and shoot the rock. I think he could get to that point, but I don't think he's there right now. All right, we'll take a quick break, and uh, we'll get a couple more props. We'll get into the baseball uh, multiple we're done uh, here as well. Football, football night tonight. A lot of stuff uh, going on. Game time decisions. Page radio. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I mean, could I be a sleeper score. This of, kid. Yeah, no, he can create his own shot. His slot selections are not great. Um, he had a lot of trouble out at USC. Really, anyone at USC, they, they just have yeah, not been that's coached not correctly. <laughs> Andy Enfield's a mess. It's Andy LA, Enfield's bro. Like, yeah. Your right. Martin Rosen went to USC. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Yeah, yeah, but who was no, his no, coach? I, like, Mike Bibby Sr.? I think it was Mike Bibby Sr. The system, I didn't like for him. That, that's all. I, I'm not saying that it's not a good school. I just didn't but like man, look at No, you're right, though. Let's be real. Let's be real. The USC Trojan football team for ten to one to win the Pac-12 this year. Uh, USC used to be three to one to win a national championship every year. Now they're ten to one. You got Clay Helton as their coach. You got Clay Helton at Enfield. What the hell are they running over there? What kind of like seriously? The, pro- the problem kind of- that, and this is this is where I'm going with the USC player. The, the problem that these players have at USC under Enfield is they're just not smart baseball players. The basketball team yeah. is horrific. The decision making is bad. That, that's my thought with him. But, look, I haven't going to the Thunder. I, I You're think telling me they're playing in Dunk City? Dunk City doesn't get you ready for the NBA? 
right. No, I, I think he's a complete mess. I, I don't understand why he's still there. But, yeah, I, I think the kid's really good, and I think he's got a lot of growing up to do. But I think he's like a Deshaun Stevenson type of player. I, I think I think that's a pretty good comp for him. I saw that one. I think he goes, to, like, around to the Thunder. I think they're around 20-ish. I think that's a good landing spot for him. I think he's a first-round pick for sure. Romeo Langford, Cam, interesting player out of Indiana as well. I wanted, I Spurs. wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about my Matisse Tybul guys from Washington. Gabe, you know my Huskies, baby. What do you think about uh, where's he going to go? Late first round, like where, what do you, yeah. where do you have yeah. for him? Yeah, I, I have to see late uh, first round. On my original, about two two days ago, I had I want him to the Sixers. I want five or Jerome at twenty four. I think that's a good spot. Maybe twenty five to Portland, and he wouldn't have to travel far. He is the best. In this range, he's an elite defender. Uh, he's got quick hands. Offensive game needs to work a little bit. I comped him to, like, Andre Robertson from the Oklahoma City Thunder, and he's a great defender. I think he's going to be one of those Tony Allen types, quick hands. Um, and as he grows, he'll become just a better and better defender at the next level. Just all these 3 and D guys. He can occasionally hit a shot. His shot selection was good. Uh, yeah, I, I think – a lot of people will call out the zone, and, and that's that's fair, but his hands were quick. I think he led the, the nation in steals. I like the kid a lot. Got to work on his offensive game a bit, but he'll be fine. Yeah. All right, uh, Cam, I'll throw it to you first. I'm putting you in the, in the hot seat here. Uh, you know, I used to think I used to just throw out these predictions and never think we'd be around years later to, to actually have to uh-huh. cash the checks. But uh, that's like when people found the tape of me saying that uh, Jamarcus Russell was going to be good. <laughs> yeah, like me and Ryan Leaf. I know I, we all make mistakes. Uh, you throw, you make a lot of predictions. You're going to get some wrong. You're not, uh, you're not but, asking here. You know? No, I'm pretty good at this draft stuff, and I don't, I don't throw around the star stuff often. But if you remember back in the HSR score days, I remember I got into a big time at Orville and stuff. I actually had the, the Sports Illustrated cover of Kevin Durant up in my cubicle in my office. Uh-huh. And I said, I said, this guy's the next Michael Jordan. I said, yeah. like, he's, he's going to be a mega star. He's going to win MVPs. And he's going to be, like, mega. And Greg Oden, big mistake. And uh, I said, you've mm-hmm. got to take Durant over, over this Oden dude. And I was bang on. Listen, you're not Michael Jordan, but you know Kevin Durant's one of the best players of all time. Pretty tight. Yes. Uh, yeah. So like he 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 delivered. I'll go on. I'll also. Who do you think, Cam? Like five years from now, when they look back, you'll say, "Damn, man, like, yeah, that this guy's a freaking superstar." Out of this draft, who's going to be the superstar? You could say two. I mean, because Zion's not going to be a bust, I don't think. But I don't know, Zion. Zion's really good, but he's not like I don't see him as a Durant Jordan type. He's more of a marketing great player, solid. He's going to be great, but five years from now, I don't think he's the best one of the bunch. Who do you think is the best NBA player five years from now, Cam? I'm going to go with RJ Barrett. I'm going to go with RJ Barrett, and uh, I think it has a lot to do with his lineage, the way he is. I think he's going to continually work on his game. As you know, his father started basically the Canadian basketball program before the Raptors blew it up. I just, I, I have a feeling this kid's work ethic, he's going to take it to a next level. He's going to be a prolific scorer, and he's going to be a very, very special player. If not in his first couple of years, like season three, Gabe, but it's going to be in on, on an escalator from there. I like I like Barrett a lot. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, whatever. I, I just think he's going to take it up a notch. I don't know who you got, big man, but he's he's my guy right there. I'm going with Barrett. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I will knock you on that one. I'll go, uh, I'll go to Morant. I think his 
I think he's the best player in this draft above everybody personally. I would if I have the number one pick, I I would take him personally. I, I think the the small little things he needs to work on are so small. I just I love the way he plays. I love everything about him. I love his attitude. The only concern I would have for for John Morant would you know would be the team he goes to. I think he might struggle just a bit in a big market like a like a New York or or an LA. I think Memphis will shoot him perfectly. I think he'll go down there and be a perennial All Star every year. I will continue to say this as well. There is a guy in the second round. I think he's gonna be a really good basketball player. Terrence Mann, Florida State. He does everything mm. you want as an NBA player. He can score. He's a great rebounder, good defender. I'm not going to say he's a superstar, but I think he's a really good bench player in this league. There would be two guys in first and second round. I love Moran. I think he's the king of the king of the castle. I love all these guys too. I got to be honest. I think Zion Williams. I saw I saw Jalen Rose earlier today uh, today say that um, he thinks that he's like uh, he's like Randall. You know, a 25 and 10 type of guy in the NBA, which is, you know, pretty, pretty freaking impressive. But I think Zion is going to be good. Ja- yeah, ja Morant, I'm a big fan of as well. My deal with Morant hey, is in the NBA, big man. I was just going to say that he's going to need players around him. He's not the type of kid that just, you know what I mean? He needs yeah. other players around him and he'll make people better. But Morant just can't do this by himself. But what are you going to say? Yeah, I just wanted to ask you, I, I think, and I like, I, I'm really excited about him and Jaron Jackson there when that happened. I think that would be a good little duo. But I think I always like to look at the, the possible comparison or obviously the highest comparison. My even lowest comparison, I want to get your opinion on Morant. My lowest would be like a DeAndre Fox. I think he has the ability to be Damian Lillard. I, I, I think he's in the middle probably, but I think at worst he's a, he's a De'Aaron Fox who's a very solid NBA player. And you know how I felt about I think he's better than Darren Fox. And you know I was sure, very high on Darren Fox. I think he's ascending more to Lillard as opposed to Fox. I, I, Dude, I know this sounds crazy, but I think like he has like Dwayne Wade in him type thing. Like, I think John Moran has the potential yeah. to be that good. Like, just be a nice career of, as well. Yeah, like uh, John Wall, Dwayne Wade, you know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, hey, John you think he's a Hall of Famer? Jammer, you think any of these guys are Hall of Famer? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I'll, say, I'll say yes. I think R.J. Barrett would be a Zion Hall of Famer. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Because of the media. He won't be a bust, so he'll get in. But but uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with two guys here. I'm going to go with R.J. Barrett as well. And as Cam, great call was Cam was saying, hardwired. To, to, to lives for the moment, played at Duke, loves the spotlight, been on national television, has played international basketball, yep. grew up in a basketball family, his father Rowan, international player, Steve Nash, his godfather. And R.J. Barrett's not one of these kids that's just happy to wear a suit tonight and, and, and hug Adam Silver. R.J. Barrett's going to walk off the stage looking at everyone else thinking, you know what, I'm better than you, and I'm going to prove it, and I'm going to be better than you, and I'm going to be one of the best players ever. Like, that's how this kid's thinking. I think low side, he's DeMar DeRozan. I think upside, um, I think up, and people compare him to Andrew Wiggins. He's got way more heart than Andrew Wiggins, this kid. Uh, I think upside, like James Harden, you know, you know 30, 30, 28, 30 points in a night type of guy. I think he's going to be a superstar in New York City. I think he's going to be a mega star. People are going to love him. But... I'm betting against where the kid gets drafted, but I think Darius Garland is going to be a freaking stud too. I think he is the next Damian Lillard. 
I think this kid is like he was a number one high school recruit. You know, I haven't seen him much, but I was watching some film of him, and man, this kid can shoot. Like he's just, just that natural. You know, he doesn't miss. It's like, uh, like they you know, just you just watch him. You're like, wow, this kid's smooth, and he's part of Rich Paul and Team Clutch, which means he'll be working out with LeBron, AD, and uh, and Draymond Green, and like you know what I mean. He's gonna have elite sort of managing, coaching, and sort of everything around him. Hopefully it doesn't turn into a diva, but I think in a couple of years we're going to look and we're going to say Garland is a freaking star, superstar. R.J. Barrett's a superstar. And I might be wrong on this, but I'm pretty high on Jared Culver. I think Jared Culver is going to be a solid I defensive player in the NBA. Great defense. Sort you of like you a- said, Big Man, like a Justice Winslow type Jared Culver. Culver. Yeah, that, that's, that was my con. Can I give you guys a bust? I'm going to give you a bust. Okay. Bust, yeah. Nikhil Alexander Walker. He's a bust up to me. I, I think he's he's just way too frail. He's not physical at all. He's too lean, too lanky. I, look, again, if he tries and works hard, he can be anything he wants, I'm sure. But I, I think he's like a Jordan Clarkson type of player. I, I don't I don't see much from him. I think he's too frail. Um I'm gonna go with Alexander Walker. I have him over fifteen and a half. I think that's a I think it's a really strong bet. All right, we got to get out of here. We're done. Uh, thanks for joining us, at Bayman. We only we got one minute on the stream yeah. here, Cam. So, oh, so really? Got all it's a baseball pick. <laughs> We're on the radio for another five minutes. You can hang in here, Big Man. Thanks, okay, Cam. Rattle up. Okay, thanks, Big Man. Uh, baseball: thanks, Reds, man. Brewers under nine and a half. Rays uh, and A's under seven and a half. And give me the Angels to beat the Blue Jays, Cam. And give me the Riders plus four and a half, and the Riders Red Blacks over. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually taking the Riders two plus four and a half. A parlay with St. Louis Cardinals in Minnesota becomes plus 140. I like the Cubs to win at minus 145. I like Milwaukee at minus 145, Gabe. And my dog tonight, uh, only one disagreement with you. I'm on the Blue Jays tonight. I think they get it done with Clayton Richard on the hill at plus 120 against the Halos. Ooh, ooh. What's up, Tommy Z? Good to see you, bro. Hey, the Knicks, life's turning around for the Knicks tonight. We'll continue on the radio here for another five minutes. Gabe, I'm going to tell uh, you something. We, we don't do this often. We got to do a teaser tonight. I'm sorry. I, I have to change the rule for one night. How does Saskatchewan over, plus 11 Saskatchewan and a half both? over 37 feel? That just sounds so good to me. It sounds so good to me. Plus eleven and a half over. All the teasers I like last week would have hit too. Like I didn't I know, that stupid I, Saskatchewan game. Or you could parlay half a point. It, but I worry about the parlay a little bit, but with the teaser I feel good. Thirty seven? Come on. That's I low. I'm I'm what on time, it. but I'm saying t- I gotta do it. Uh that game is in Ottawa seven thirty start, I think. I think it's a seven thirty start tonight. Yeah, that uh, in the draft, uh, our 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 coverage at top of the hour at seven. But uh, yes, let me double check here. CFL, CFL, it is at seven thirty. You got it. Current line uh, four and a half. It's gone up too, man. Back up to four forty four and a half. So I got I locked locked it in at thirty seven over. I did the teaser, man. It's done. Got to do it. Uh, so of course uh, we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a draft special um, uh, live uh, from Studio Thirty Four. Following uh, this, we're gonna hand it over to the boys. Uh, in the studio, as uh, we're uh, we're a little more than half an hour away right now from Zion Williamson uh, being taken first uh, overall. A new era uh, set to begin. Chaos with trades, 
Uh, I better hit refresh right now and see if we missed anything. Um, refresh. refresh. <laughs> and we got Kawhi Leonard being stalked all over Toronto. There's people with pictures of him with moving boxes and always going to the Lakers. And uh, it's getting uh, it's getting crazy. But uh, God bless the NBA. Never stops delivering, Cam. You know, and then you have the draft tonight. There'll be a buzz around the draft for the next couple of days. And then, boom, NBA Summer League uh, starts up uh, right they around the corner. Right. They keep yeah. their uh, name in the paper. And everybody plays, right? Yeah. That's All the, the stars play that just got drafted. They don't care. Hey, you're the top pick. You're the second overall pick. Tough. You're going to Vegas. You know, exactly. because now you got to play against real people. You're not in college anymore. Like, this is real now, right? The NBA Summer League is taken seriously. It's a fun, fun league, and we can bet on it, Cam. It'll get us through the summer, uh, right into the NFL. You said it. Yeah, no, it's funny. Like, the NFL, it's one of those things, like, you hear crickets like Matt Stafford played with a bad back, broken back or whatever, like nothing today, like NBA draft. It's funny. But when the NFL has a big day, the NBA always has a story to usurp it. So it's kind of funny. The NBA uh, publicity machine really know how to do it right to keep uh, their name first and foremost in the sports t- uh, talk business. And I will say, Gabe, great ending. Our boy uh, Colin Morikawa, our crazy, crazy pick at 151, four under round. He's P13 right now. Boom. Let's do this, man. If he wins, party on me. Good stuff. Okay. Um, so my picks are tonight, guys, NBA draft Garland over five and a half plus 325. Yes. Under five and a half freshman in the top 10 plus 180. Ty Jerome over 23 and a half. Uh, Ty Hero uh, over 18 and a half at plus 230 rolling the dice. Uh, this uh, Goga kid, the international kid. I don't want to butcher his name more than I, I already have today. Uh, but uh, Goga under uh, 16 and a half. Nasir Little over 12 and a half. So that's Garland over five and a half, under five and a half freshman in the top 10. Ty Jerome over 23 and a half. Ty Hero over 18 and a half. Goga under 16 and a half. Nasir Little over 12 and a half. CFL football. Give me the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, so I went smaller. I put like uh, one unit and then half unit type deal. Uh, so I went bigger on the over 43 and a half, but I got the Riders at plus four and a half as well. Major League Baseball. I've got the Reds and the Brewers under nine and a half. Rays, A's under seven and a half. And the Halos minus 152. What do you got, Cam? I got the Milwaukee Brewers minus a buck 45. The Cubs minus a buck 45. Blue Jays plus 125 and plus one and a half split units. Harley, St. Louis Cardinals and Minnesota Twins plus 140. Riders plus four and a half. Riders plus 11 and a half over 37. The winners be ours. All right. Great job, uh, Cam. Great job, Yang, today. Smooth. Real smooth today. Uh, we'll pick up the pieces following the draft tomorrow. Other than that, you're on your own. See you in the morning. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh. <laughs>